Hello, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to MBSG's The Memo, an inside look at getting from college to C-suite. My name is Katie Donenfeld, and I am a freshman studying business administration here at the Marshall School. And our guest for this episode will be Ty Callahan, the Vice Dean for Undergraduate Programs and a Professor of Clinical Finance and Business Economics at Marshall. Dean Callahan earned his PhD in Finance and MBA from UCLA. He earned a Master's of Science in Electrical Engineering from UC Berkeley and BS in Electrical Engineering from the University of Michigan. When Dean Callahan came to work for USC's Marshall School of Business, he became an academic director of the undergraduate business program. He held that position for three years, working on a team that oversaw a significant change in the business curriculum. He worked with the vice dean of that time towards a more holistic review and restructuring of the school. Then he became academic director of the World Bachelor in Business program. Dean Callahan has done research on trade behavior, market liquidity, and mergers and acquisitions, and is a published author on various financial journals. We are very lucky to have him here with us today. Welcome, Dean Callahan. Thank you for joining us. I'm really happy to be here. I have to say I somehow stumbled across the first podcast that you all put together, and I've really enjoyed listening to each of them. So hopefully I can contribute something as well. That's great. Thank you. So for my first question, I would like to ask that given your degrees and background, what made you decide to go into business and finance as opposed to electrical engineering? Ultimately, I would say it comes down to what I've had for a long time, which is just love of learning. And so, as, I, as you mentioned, I started in electrical engineering and was working as an electrical engineer. And like many engineers, wanted to keep my options open in the future, which included staying technical within my job or moving into a more managerial track. And so what many mid-career engineers do is they go to business school to learn a bit about management. Mm. And in business school was the first time I really was exposed to economics and finance and was really just intrigued to, to learn more. And in that context, had the opportunity to apply for and enroll in the PhD program. And my life just kind of pivoted at that point uh, through serendipity and just following you know, where my interests led at that time. And so that was kind of the, the history of my transition. Mm-hmm. And after studying business, what made you decide to work in the administration of USC? Well, that, um, so I was teaching for a while, and you mentioned previously the vice dean at the time was a colleague of mine, John Matusaka from the FBE department. And John is an outstanding researcher, but also has served in a number of capacities in administration at Marshall and at USC. And he's the one who gave me my first opportunity to assist him as the academic director for the undergraduate program. And he mentored me and led by example and really showed me that you can really create some positive change and do good things in an administrative role. And so as additional opportunities uh, came up and, and were made available to me, I was eager to to try and do my best in kind of contributing to Marshall in that way. 
Interesting, great. And in this administrative role as dean, what has been the most significant obstacle you have encountered? That's an interesting question. And what's interesting is I'll give a non-conventional answer because my biggest obstacle has really been time management and prioritization. And so in this role, one aspires to be very proactive, strategic, forward-looking, but one is often required to be reactive and put out fires or deal with small issues that come up day to day. And so the challenge really is in not letting the day-to-day issues that need to be managed get in the way of trying to do something that is more proactive and strategic and forward-looking. And so that's really been the biggest obstacle. I have to say that the support of Dean Ellis, the faculty, students, staff at Marshall are all very much aligned in wanting to make Marshall the best as it can be. Um, USC is a very entrepreneurial university that has allowed us to do things like the World Bachelor in Business program. And so the obstacles are really much more of as I said, prioritization and time management, as opposed to having to work around or through or over um, things within Marshall or USC generally. Okay. And what is the biggest change you have made to USC? So in the five years that I have been in my current role, I would say the biggest change is really more of a long-term trend than any single quick change. And by the long-term trend, what I mean is that over the last half dozen years or so, Marshall has continued to make a significant investment in the undergraduate program. And we're continuing along that trajectory. So if you look at the amount of staff that we're contributing to undergraduate programs, the just the overall resource commitment in terms of the facilities we have, the staff we have, the the monies that we um, uh, put into the program has just continued to increase. And that's been through both a school commitment as well as great support from a number of uh, stakeholders. As we know, you know, USC just finished a very successful capital campaign. And so all of those things have really enabled us to just invest more in the undergraduate program along a trajectory that I think is really significant and will continue to reap benefits kind of in the long term. Mm -hmm. That evolution of Marshall is great and I see it continuing. Uh, Do you have any areas where you see there's improvement in Marshall and are there any upcoming initiatives you're particularly excited about? So this, this may not sound as exciting to others as it is to me, but where I actually see significant opportunity about which I'm excited, uh, which is also where we have room for improvement, is I don't think we have invested as much as we can and should in technology to support more data-driven decision-making and management of the school. And so that's kind of a behind-the-scenes thing, but it's always the case that we wish we could do more and work smarter and more efficiently with the resources that we have. And there are technology and systems available today that we have not fully leveraged uh, that I would like to. And so we have a large student body here 
you know, roughly 4,000 majors, 1,000 minors. And so serving that scale of students in a way that is highly personalized and adaptive to the individual needs requires that we make better use of information technology. And so that's what I'm excited about, but I think that's also where we need improvement. That is very exciting. Now, more about you personally, do you have any daily habits to which you attribute your success and ability to balance your various tasks? So I wouldn't classify this as a daily habit per se, but what I do find in my role that is very helpful is to return quite frequently to what I would call uh, value-based decision-making. And so there's lots of decisions that need to be made. Often there's pros and cons, um, gray areas about what's the best thing to do. And ultimately what I find is that some of those decisions that seem fairly complicated on the surface become quite simple if we go back to the basics. And our basics in undergraduate programs has been one of students first. And so by that we mean, let's look at this from the student perspective. What's the best thing to do for students? What's in their best academic interest, their best professional interests, and have that be the driver for where we make the decision go. And if there are institutional constraints or policy things that get in the way of those, then we should try and figure out how to adapt those constraints and those policies to achieve what we're trying to achieve for the students. That's a very good method of decision-making. Do you have any other advice that you think could help Marshall students become more successful? So this is not unique um, in any way, but my advice is, is really one word, which is engage. Uh, and the vast majority of Marshall students do. USC has so many opportunities to be engaged in different aspects of uh, curricular and extracurricular opportunities and the majority of students take great advantage of them uh, to really enrich their time here. Uh, not all students do, so I'd encourage every student to do that. Um, but beyond that, we have an amazing uh, professional staff in undergraduate programs, whether they're advisors, our admissions team, our international programs team, our career services team, and so apart from the clubs and the professional opportunities and different kinds of curricular opportunities through double majors and minors and all those kinds of things, I would really encourage more students to get to know our undergraduate program staff and the ways in which they can support and advise students um, to achieve what students want to achieve. Okay, thank you so much for coming today. That was very fascinating. I learned a lot about you, about Marshall, and some great advice for how to be successful here at the business school. Thank you so much. Thank you, Katie.